welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola, the podcast about business and mindset and everything in between. I'm Lola, the queen of weird, mother weirdo, as you may. I am the person you come to when you want to find what makes you unique, what makes you different and tap into that to create your whole business around it and to be able to build an empire that's profitable and that works for you rather than you slaving the day away into doing something that's not really resembling who you are. So get ready for this unedited podcast because we're diving in right now. Hello everyone and welcome to a new edition of Self Care Card Paul. I'm so fucking excited for this um, this episode this week. So I pulled a card earlier. Um, actually, I just did to be proactive with my VA. Um, I pulled the card for a couple of weeks in advance so I can give it to her and she's able to like write the emails and everything for that and be prepared other than like my lonely self to just be like, okay, let's do it now. And then five minutes later, it's done. And then it's just not five minutes later. We get what I'm saying. So instead of doing last minute everything like I normally do. Now I is organized and I draw my cards in advance so that my VA is aware of what I'm talking about. Um, and I was really, really excited to draw this one because I haven't drawn it in a while and I felt it felt just so fucking appropriate right now. Um, to share about this because I've seen a couple of other business owners that I follow on the interwebs talk about this. And it's something that I feel like more people need to talk about and more people need to be um, to be open about it. So uh, the card is finance. So if you don't know the episode, self-care card pool, I have a deck of self-care cards. So I draw a card every week from the deck and I just talk to you guys about it. So that's basically it. If you missed it, um, I never repeat a card twice. I want to go through the entire deck. So if you missed this, I did a bunch already. Go check it out wherever you're listening to right now. Go back and every Friday for the past like two, three months, <laughs> there's been an episode. So um, this week we're talking about finance, which I think it's really fucking important because um, I think that there's this pre-made or pressure that we put onto ourselves to produce, to be, um, to flash a little bit and to show people how fucking good we are uh, on the online sphere. And in order to do that, the easy, not the easiest, but the easiest to compare way is with numbers. So this is why a lot of the time um, you're going to be um, you feel like kind of drawn to calculate things to have like how many followers did I gain followers did I gain how much money did that I make and things that are number related because you can measure them and it's easy to measure it's like well two is bigger than one so if I made two instead of one I made more so it's easy to calculate like that instead of like well, how many people did I help? Did I serve? How good did I feel? It's kind of a more quantitative, quantitative, quantitative. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. It's quantity wise um, measurements. So it's a little bit harder to understand like, oh, it was better than last month. You can still do it through journaling and through really kind of writing down how you feel, how it went, all the good shit. Um but it's just an easier factor whenever anything comes around to measure, to measure it with numbers. So this is why it's easy, so easy to get sucked in the um, the followers count and comparing yourself with like, oh, she has like 10,000 followers. I only have this. She have this and many things. I only have this. She has it. I only have this. So it's so fucking easy with numbers. And it's um, 
it's great for inspiration to be like, oh, I aspire to do this. And with this amount of followers, money, whatever you can calculate, I can achieve X, Y, and Z. So it's a great for inspiration. But where I don't want you guys to uh, get stuck in, it's when you get stuck with the um, the idea that all of this is just a flashy number and it's nothing else because it's great for inspiration. But when you keep comparing yourself, like you don't know what goes on, especially on social media, it's always a highlight reel. It's always just like, oh my God, look how beautiful my life is and everything's perfect and everything has the tits. So what we see is just that. It's just like the tip of the iceberg, just a little pretty uh, prepared face, you know, and <laughs> it's like if someone's visiting your house, but they're only going to visit this one room and you shove all your crap in the other rooms and they walk into this one room and they're like, oh my God, your house is so pretty. It's so neat. You're such a neat person. But it's like, mm-hmm, I am zero. I'm so put together. But the, the fucking rest of the rooms are crumbling with shit and you have to stick a chair or something or lock the door so it doesn't fling open. Um, but it's the same thing with social media. We have this tendency and it's normal. Like everybody does it because we want to be accepted. We want to be loved. We want to, we just want acceptance that we're doing the right thing and we're growing. And by showing the best side of us, that's what we're going to do. It's just like the first time you go on a first, like the first time you go on a first date, but just every first date you've ever been on. It's just like, you want to show your nice side. Like you don't want to get on the date to be like, you know what? I have crippling anxiety. I have this, this, this kind of behavior that I'm trying to get rid of, but it's not, it's not, we're not there right now. And just naming all your bad side. Like we don't, we don't do that because the, the tendency has always been, you want, you want to be accepted. You want to have a good appearance, good first appearance. So on social media, we have the tendency to do the same thing. And, um, this can be pretty, um, it gets to be again, beautiful inspiration to see amazing, powerful women online um making millions of dollars i'm like hell fucking yeah that's so inspiring like the inspiration there is amazing and i fucking love it and put that on your vision board any day like all day every day but um when it comes to like flashy numbers that are just there to kind of showcase that you are able to make a lot of money and that's how and when people hire you to help make money but they're just showing you like it's just a kind of vicious circle of like because I'm good enough about bragging that I can make money I'll show you how I do it and then people sign up but they're literally just showing them how to brag to other people about money so that they can have so it's like a vicious, vicious circle that you people can get into I'm not saying everyone's like that I'm just saying I've seen it <laughs> and it's no bueno so um I've had the I have the the thought, the thinking process recently, a couple like for the past like half six months, let's say, um, to to target less and less the kind of fast grab attraction of like make this amount of money, make this this, I can make this that. Sure, I still talk about it once in a while because I think it's an important part of the equation to understand that you can lead your business the way you fucking want, the way you feel drawn to, the way you feel it's good in your heart. And uh, you don't have to follow a specific one to step or a specific strategy or be in a specific business or area to make a living out of it. So I think it's really important to talk about money in the sense of like, you're able to do that full time. But when it starts to compare who can get you to six figure the quicker and just have these big 
5k months, 10k months, six figure years, and then just have these big milestones. I think they're really important to inspire you to thrive, to do more. But when in the opposite, it just puts more pressure on you and put more pressure on what you're supposed, quote unquote, to, uh, to put out there to just become. Because again, what you see when you see these stories of success of like six figures in six months, that's what they say. But then, um, and it's true, they did that. They went from struggling to six figure in six months. That can be totally true. But what you don't know, maybe they have multiple years prior of experience. Maybe this is their like seventh fucking business. Maybe they had like, they, they made six figure in six months, but maybe they spent multiple six figures to be able to make the six figures. So I want you guys to be able to under, not understand, but to question everything you fucking see. That's, I keep saying that, but I'm going to push you guys always. I'm a rebel at heart. Question everything all the time, because what is put forward on the interwebs, on the on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, TikTok. Um, it's always a kind of nicer side because you want to appeal to people. But I'm challenging you today to step into the uncomfortable side that is reality. Like it's celebrate. You just made a big chunk of money and you're super excited because you get to buy something you've wanted forever or just you're paying your credit cards right now, which is feels really fucking good. Like whatever it is, fucking celebrate it and inspire other people to do so. But when something is not going a hundred percent, instead of hiding behind the guilt of I'm supposed to be better, I'm supposed to be do and pushing through that and then sharing as if everything's okay and nothing's bad and never talking about the bad moments. Let's not fucking do that anymore. Let's make uh, being a human cool. So what I there's two schools of thoughts on this. There's a school of like, while you are struggling, you're sharing your journey out of the struggle. And there's the other school of thought, which is do your struggle, do whatever it takes to get out of the fucking thing. And once you're on the other side, share with the people, share with the good people in the interwebs, how you did it. But you have to share that you were like, I was struggling with X, Y, and Z, and now I'm on the other side. And this is how I did it. Um, I'm part of the second school of thoughts. I like to um, live my moment of struggle and get the help that I need. But once I'm on the other side to share with you guys, just in the, for the fact that while I'm struggling, I don't want to be influenced by anything on online. And most of the time, I um, I take myself away from the online world just because I need time to reflect and to see what's going on and to find the right area because things gets triggering and stuff like that. But uh, about money... I feel it's a really high and triggering um, triggering concept. So first thing first, what I want to talk to you guys, I'll talk a little bit about money mindset at the end if I still have time because this app only allows me a um, certain amount of time. And I sort of only have a certain amount of time before I do my masterclass in just a little bit. But um, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, the difference between uh, – like let's say a 10k we'll take for example a 10k um a 10k month what that actually fucking means um because a lot of time people flash oh 10k month 10k month until like or 5k month what that means so there's two different ways that can mean something it's either they sold for a total of let's take the 10,000. They sold for a total of $10,000 worth of services. That doesn't mean they received $10,000 that month. That doesn't mean there's $10,000 more in their bank account. That means that they sold services 
up to $10,000 worth like total. So that means let's say you have um, a coaching thingy that is $1,000 and you sold 10 spots. Um, but all of them took payment plans. So everyone's only paying you, I don't know, $250. So you don't have $10,000 in bank account. You have 10 times $250. So you have $2,500 in your bank account. That's what you received. You still had a 10K month, 10K sales month. This is going to be a fucking tongue twister. 10K sales month, but more in your bank account, you had, um, 2,500. And then I had a little asterisk, little side note, little sidebar that I want to talk to you guys as well as, um, the money you make as an entrepreneur is not the money you keep. Like you got to pay fucking taxes. Um, because I had this conversation with a client the other day about like the pricing and how to price your things, which I think it's really important to talk about and be aware of. And is something that I teach my clients when we, they first start and put their, um, a program together and the, how to, who is it for and how to price it and all that. It's also a thing we talk about. Um, but it's to realize a lot of the time having the guilt of charging X, Y amount of money that is higher than what you can perceive to be in the normal or in like the day-to-day -day, uh, nine to five world, what it would be. But it's realizing it's like, no, because whatever I'm charging, I'm only keeping like, let's say two thirds of that. The rest is for taxes. And out of those two thirds, I also have to pay whatever else I need for my business. Because of course, online businesses, you don't have a brick and mortar, but you still need to pay people. Like I have a VA and I pay her, um, I need a couple of hundred dollars every month just for that. I have my hosting website that I pay all like $200 a month just for my website. So these fees and costs and everything kind of stacks up together. And, um, last time I did all the, the good maths, like for my business, just to like, just to live and to survive, it's at least, um, a 1500 or $2,000 per month just for my business. So, um, for my business and my apartment and everything, because my apartment is part of business and stuff. But it's just like realizing that there's a lot of fees that goes in there as well. So when you're flashing like, oh, I had a 10K month, well, that might mean that you have a team of a bajillions of people that you have to pay and it costs you, um, it costs you, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand dollars a month to just pay your team, and you made ten k that month. But then it's a payment plan, so you only had like twenty five hundred. So that means you're still short a couple of thousands. You still made a ten k cash month, and you're flashing about it, and it's a really great thing. Like you should celebrate that. But it's realizing what money talk actually means. So if you want to check it out, I, I I'm going to try to invite her on the podcast because I fucking love her. Uh, Wealth with Alyssa. I'm going to put her on the show notes. Um, she talked about this recently, and she talks a lot about like financial um transparency and to just really say what's up and tell the people like. It's great to have a 10K cash month, but to be able to understand it's like what that truly means. And um, same thing, you could have a 10K sale month, which means that you sold for $10,000 worth of products, or you can have a 10K cash month, which means that you have $10,000 that entered your bank account that month. And that can be from recurring revenue. Again, if someone's taking a payment plan uh, and they bought something from you a month or two ago and they uh, are still paying for it now, well, that can be part of that 10K. 
or it can be news things that you sold that month that people pay, paid you in full or the stack of payment plans altogether made it to 10k so it, it's really diverse and it really depends on um where you're at like if i'm again me being super fucking transparent with you guys um the biggest sales month um that i had was an 18k sales month so i i signed for eighteen thousand dollars worth of services for that month but it was for um three to six months worth of services and my biggest cash month uh, was just shy of $10,000. And that was because um, I had clients that had payment plans that decided to not do the payment plans anymore and just pay me all what they owe me. So it's always just based upon your circumstances. And every little Every little win is worth celebrating. So this is the big thing that I want to tell you guys. It's like always question for sync first finance wise and don't guilt trip yourself because you're not at the 5k mark or the 10k mark or whatever the fuck you you're you're one even 1k whatever you're aiming for. If you're keep like hitting yourself on the head just looking at everyone it feels like everyone online is making at least like um is making 5k month or five figured months like it seems like everyone's doing it and you kind of feel guilty at a certain point because you're not there yet and you still like you're working and you're pushing and you're, you're putting on the fucking hard work but it's not fucking happening for you it feels like a piece is missing but i want you to stop looking at these like achieving a certain amount of um income as a liberty, as meaning that you've made it because yeah, you can make, you could make a shit ton of money, but it's like, do you, how many people did you actually help? How many, uh, did you have a lot of returns that people didn't like the things you were selling and they asked a refund? Like there's so many things that take into consideration. So instead of like calculating how much money you made this month, you can always calculate how many people did you help? And that gets to be in free in free things you put out there or how close are you to do this full time or is just like realizing that money is a tool to accomplish beautiful things sorry beautiful things but it's not the reason and it's not the like the ultimate goal and it's not the ultimate purpose it's not to accumulate the riches it's to be able to have the um the means to accomplish whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever, like the things you want to buy, the things you want to live, the things you want to do. Most of the time it's, you need money to accomplish those. So money is a tool. It's energy. It's just you exchanging something for something. Um, so look into that because finances, a lot of the time, again, on the interwebs, are you going to see is the highlight reels is the, the, the fancy view part. Like, Oh my God, I hit this K launch. I hit this K launch and this K month. And you're like, Oh my God, how are they doing this? Well, they're probably have programs that are out there to sell on, on different level and having payment plans. It's a really, really helpful way to stack up the revenue. And same thing as if you have a team that's there for you, you get to be on more platforms, be more present, be able to create bigger programs and have the support to put them out there and to uh, market them. So it's easier to be able to rank up and have uh, the bigger incomes and the bigger months when you have a team, when you have the time and energy and everything to do so. So when you're a one person show, when you're doing this whole thing by yourself, stop feeling pressured that you have to be everywhere all the time and stop feeling that if you haven't achieved a certain amount of like have the level of 
5k 10k whatever you want to get like if you're not there yet it means that you haven't made it or that you're not true entrepreneur or that you're doing something wrong you're not doing anything wrong it's just it's gonna come when it's gonna come and it's gonna come when you're gonna fucking need it and that's the that's the ultimate truth and ultimate tier there and that's the the last point that i want to leave you guys with it's realizing that at the end of the day, it's great to have abundance. And it's a, like, that's the goal we should all strive for to have a little bit more than what we need for so that we can, like, we can put it out there and we can share it, um, share the abundance and share the wealth and share whatever you have. Um, because that what makes word a better, the world a better place. And that's one of the, um, it's one of the beliefs that I placed in my brain and I'm working with. And that feels so fucking good. Every time I have a doubt about anything money wise, I just repeat to myself that the world is a better place when I'm rich and the world is a better place when you are rich as well. So, um, and you having more money doesn't mean you're taking money from anybody else. Um, so there's a lot of money mentality and money mindset that comes into, um, comes into finances and comes into how you show up for your finances, how you show up for how you charge people, how you charge and how you accept money and payments and all of that. So if you're struggling right now to like make money in your business or to even ask for fucking money in your business, I would challenge you. I would ask you, I would encourage you to look into how you view money. What's your relationship with money? Are you like every single time you have to spend it, it feels like someone is pulling your teeth out? <laughs> or does it feel like every time that the bill comes in, you don't even want to look at it, just want to pay it, just want to don't want to know. So all these kind of negative view on money, it kind of tells your subconscious and tells your brain that whatever money issues you have, whatever happens with you and money, you're, you're not okay. You don't like it. You have this disconnect with what, ha what happens with all of that. So this is something that really helped me out in an activity I give to my clients a lot of the time. Like if you're struggling with making money in your business or you don't really know there's a blockage or you've hit a certain level and you can't seem to, to go past that, look with your relationship with money. It's like, how do you feel about it? How do you feel when someone asks you like, hey, what, what are your prices? What do you feel? Are you like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking tell you my prices. I'm going to help you. Hell yeah. Or you're like, oh, she's going to say it's too expensive. She's not going to want to buy. To see those relationships, because if you have this energy of like, oh my gosh, she's not going to buy. And then you say your price is like, well, it's this. That people can fucking feel it and fucking sense it that you're not ready. You're not behind it and you're not believing in your own shit. So instead to see how can I make myself be excited about those prices because I believe and I truly Truly believe that receiving that allows me to be a better person, allows me to be a better uh, service providers and allow me to give better services. So an activity that I love giving to my clients are is writing an apology letter to money as if money is your BFF. Um, and you had a fight and argument and to just apologize how you've been treating money as if money were a person. And to just write it all down, like, I'm so sorry, money, like I've been, um, I've been running away from you like every single time like I have to let you go. I don't want to let you go. And I'm this kind of <laughs> I, I'm kind of trying to keep you. I kidnapped you and I don't want to let you go. And I'm so sorry that I'm not doing these things. It can sound like a little bit crazy sometimes, but it really truly helps to see where are the blockage. So look into that. 
a hundred percent because it is life changing. Once you allow yourself to be grateful when you spend the money, however small it is, like you go for a coffee and instead of taking the traditional one, you treat yourself and you take a little fancier coffee or something that normally you're like, oh, well, it's expensive for nothing. Normally you take like the just normal coffee, but that one time you're going there and you're like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself with the latte with double shots and like the whipped cream and the syrups and whatnot. And you'll pay the extra money, but you feel grateful. You don't feel guilty about it. So get out there and look at your relationship with money and question everything that you see online. Question every fucking thing and make your own like make your own realization and make your own reality of what it's like to um to have money and to what it's like to um what it's like to have your own business and your money goals. Like you don't have, it's not because everyone's striving to have like 10 K months that you need to be like, I need to have 10 K months. Otherwise I'm not making it. That's not fucking true. If for you, you do your math and right now your goals, it's like, I want to hire a new assistant or I want to hire someone, which would be that price plus my rent plus running my business expenses, all of that. I would need this amount of money per month. And that's my goal to be able to hire that person. Well, let's fucking get out there and do it and find a way to do it and either stack revenue for different offers across different months with payment plans or just to have higher offers or just whatever it is. There's always way to make it happen, but and you need to make it happen for yourself, not make it happen for like just being able to not bribe is not the right word, but just to be able to like kind of be like, um, I made it to this and I made it to that. It's great to inspire people. Again, inspire everyone and as many people you can to liberate themselves from their negative money mindset of like, I can't do enough. I can do this. I'm not like qualified to this, make this much money. That's all bullshit. You can fucking be a millionaire if you want to. I was going to take some work, but you're going to fucking get there. But it's just like inspire those people, but be real with this shit. Tell them, like, I made 10K, 10K month. Okay, 10K, 10K sale or 10K cash. And out of that 10K cash, just realize that you have, like, fucking 30% of that that's going to go for taxes. So it's just to be real and true with people because the more you are authentic with it, it's not a shame that you're not there. And it's not a shame that you haven't made it yet. I haven't done my first um, six six-figure year. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to get there pretty soon. But I'm still able to... Um, do my business full time. I'm still able to change the lives of all my freaking clients. I'm still able to, well, not now are they with Miss Rona, but back in the days, I used to be able to travel whenever I wanted to. So there's just so many liberties that comes with it, but it's seeing that having the money and hitting the big goals isn't the only thing out there. And even the people that are hitting those goals, apparently, like on social media are not necessarily hitting them. And it's just a, not a front, but it's just, just bragging rights to be able to mark it's a marketing strategy it's all that it is bragging about the amount of money that you made it's a marketing strategy unless you're really truly sharing to educate and to inspire people so um question everything you fucking got this um and thank you so much for listening to this other episode of self-care cardable just everything money money mindset just gets me so light up because I feel there's so many misconception of what it is and just not the lies, but the kind of big ego, soft lying of how much money you actually make and flashing all the money. It's great to inspire. I fucking love inspiring and I fucking love seeing powerful women making money and man, just people, powerful people making money online by helping and serving and being there. Um, 
and doing their own thing. That's what fucking gets me going. Seeing weirdos do their own things and getting money for it. Fucking love that. But it's putting like putting people in a place that they believe that if they don't do that, if they don't hit the certain goal, they're not making it. And that's fucking bullshit. So um, question everything. You're fucking awesome. I don't care if you made five cents or $5,000 last month. You're still fucking rocking this. You're still a CEO. You're still like, you're doing the damn thing. And I'm really freaking proud of you for that. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And check, make sure to check the episode Monday because I have a little surprise, surprise, a little sneak peek for y'all's in there. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that. And I love you guys so much. Um, stay weird. Stay true to who you are because you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're safe and you're loved. And I will see you next time for another edition of Let's Get Weirder with Lola. Goodbye.